the Super Fantasy Bros podcast is back. Week 10 is here. Welcome back, folks. Episode 24 of the podcast, and we are rolling, and the playoff crunch has got even tighter. Tighter. There are four games left. Can you make the playoffs? If you have a chance, you're probably trying to make any last-minute trades to help you win. If you have guys on a buy and you're in a desperation spot, feel free to move on from those guys. Uh, definitely look to trade them. Do whatever you can to make the playoffs and win that fantasy goodness that is the trophy or whatever you have as the, the, the prize trophy. possession in your league. We have a trophy in our league, of course. I want the trophy more than the bread. Psych. Yeah. Okay. He's donating the bread. I just want bragging rights. I hate all of you. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Week 10 is here, so let's get into it. Obviously, starting off, cap or no cap? No cap. I don't know if that should be wearing the cap because last week when I wore the cap, we didn't even get the episode out. Wait, yo, I got a cap. <laughs> Ooh, I got a cap. That is a cap. You can just show it. Or, I mean, you don't have to wear it. I mean, anyway, it looks like a yarmulke. Anyways, <laughs> you look like you're from 2005. <laughs> Come a young jock. You Any look like young. Tia. <laughs> Any young Q. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, first one here. Without Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott will continue to struggle and fall outside of the top 12 running backs for the rest of the season. Is that cap or no cap? No cap. I, I want to say no cap, but like just because Arby's are so bad, he just might like he could have already scored enough points to keep him inside the top 10 but you also have to think about running backs that are coming back off of injury oh wait do they have enough time with cmc getting hurt again there's never enough time it's bad if you're discussing cmc taking zeke's role in the top 12 and cmc (laughs) has missed almost half the season more than half the season he's not taking i don't know if he's taking zeke's role i think he might get in the top 10 though zeke is currently fifth with 140 points oh he may have been fourth and then 12th is James Conner with 107. So he has a 33-point cushion from falling out of the top 12. And oh, yeah. He's the person out. at 13, no. which would mean where he would fall out, is Ronald Jones at 104. Well, I think Fournette it gets ugly that. right after. I, I mean, I think he's 13, falling out. 13's Ronald Jones, 14, David Montgomery, 15, Chris Carson. Obviously, he has a chance to get back in if he's healthy. Come on, Antonio man. Gibson, but then like Jarek McKinnon. It's a mixed bag down there. Mike Davis bye isn't going to pass him. I don't know. I'm saying that's cap. I think Zeke finishes top 12 just by default, even though he's going to struggle for the rest of the year. We. I mean, I guess. See. Only because he's actually playing. Yeah, exactly. And he's usually got a clean bill of health. Knock on wood. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Next one here. Dalvin Cook will finish with 25-plus total touchdowns this season. Is that cap? Or no cap. Well, how many does he have currently? To give you perspective, Dalvin Cook currently has 13 touchdowns. He missed a game. He missed a game and a half. So he has 13 touchdowns in seven games. They have eight games remaining. What's the most amount scored by a running back? I'm going to say no cap. I think he has 25-plus touchdowns. As long as he stays healthy. Um, Most points. You better fucking knock Most touchdowns is 31, I believe. What was it, LT? 
Yeah, LT had 31 in one season. 28 rushing, three receiving. If I'm not mistaken. I want to take this cap off, but I – Take I, it that's, off. That's a lot. 25 is a lot. Take it off. But he's he's got 13 he's and doing seven. doing it. I'm keeping it on. <sighs> Son of a gun. I, I think you could do it. Me wrong. I think he gets 20 at least. And you know, which is, at least 20. Which is rock solid. If he's already at 13, he's at least 20. If Sean's agreeing with you, you always have to go against the grain. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Go against wow. the guild. All right, I see how it is. All right, next one here. <laughs> Even though this game was so bad for the Buccaneers, it is still a sign that it's going to be hard to trust any Buccaneers pass catcher consistently moving forward. Is that cap or no cap? No cap. No cap. We talked about it last uh, yesterday's podcast. It's going to be up and down like every week for that whole Bucks offense. I mean, one week it's going to be Ronald Jones, one week it's going to be Fournette, one week it's going to be Mike Evans, Godwin, Antonio. I wouldn't be Brown surprised if it was like if it was like two two players a week. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like one running back and one receiver week in and week out. Yeah, maybe two receivers. Brady has a big game. Brady's had a couple five t- pass- passing touchdown games. Um so I wouldn't be shocked if another one of those come out of the blue even though he looked rough against the Saints. Yeah, he did. And even when he has those five touchdowns, I think he had one of them games where he threw five touchdowns to five different receivers. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I don't know if they're gonna, you're going to be able to trust them as consistently as you would have liked to uh, where you were drafting Mike Evans and Godwin towards that wide receiver one tier. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. All right. Next one here. TJ Hawkinson has solidified himself as a top three tight end this season with Kittle now out. Is that cap or no cap? That is cap. Elaborate, Q. If Gall- if Galladay's out, well, I don't know. He's not going to be out the rest of the season. Who, who, do, who do you have over? Give me three tight ends better than Hawkinson the rest of the season. Kelsey. Don't, don't say Gronk because I will punch no. you. Kelsey, Waller, and... There's no one else. There's no one else. You're stuck. You're stuck. There's no one else. There's no one. Zach Ertz when he's back. Goddard over Ertz. So then Goddard over Hawkinson. No. No. There's no one else, man. I think he's got to be top three. I think, yeah. You think he finishes top five at least? I'll put $5 on that he doesn't finish top three. I'll put $5 on that too. I'm not doing it on both of you. Only you guys have to split $5 then. Okay. All right, Sean, you you. take it. We'll toss up $250. All I don't want fifty. You take the five. All right, That's deal. a bus $5. ride for you. That's Anyways. a bus ride. Anyways, dude, TJ Hawkinson, you got to stop. So good. Stop playing with him. Stop Where playing with right him. Right now? He's currently number three, 97 <laughs> fantasy <laughs> points. <laughs> His 97 fantasy points. He has not had less than nine points in a game. Well, Chase Daniels. Man, I feel like he scores every week. Like He has five touchdowns in eight games. Just about. He's we'll just see. rock solid. He's been probably the most, aside from Travis Kelsey, the, the most, most consistent, consistent yep. tight end in the league. Waller has a Waller has two games of less than ten. Um, one was two points and one was seven. So I mean, Waller's also right there. Like Waller, obviously, I would take him number two right now with Kittle out. Um, dude, T.J. Hawkinson, top three for me. Easy, easy, easy. All right. Uh, next one here is Le'Veon Bell is now fantasy irrelevant since he is with the Chiefs. 
he will finish outside the top 40 running backs. He is currently running back number 73. No cap. Cap or no cap? That's easy. No cap. Yeah, no cap. We talked about it yesterday also. Le'Veon Bell has been abysmal, to say the least. Um, currently, well, obviously, he was banged up. He's missed some time, so it's going to be tough for him to climb the overall charts there. Um, but I just don't trust him. I just don't see it happening. Workload hasn't been there. Yeah, exactly. Too risky for sure, to say the least. Stay away from Le'Veon. Next one here is despite missing two games, A.J. Brown will finish as a top 10 wide receiver by the end of the season. Cap or no cap? So, again, to give you guys a little bit of reference here, A.J. Brown is currently wide receiver 23. He has 112 points. And wide receiver 10 is a tie between Terry McLaurin and Robbie Anderson at 138. Can you so tell me? He's 26 points behind. Who's number 20? 20? I just want to know, like. C.D. Lamb, 116. He has four more points than A.J. Brown. Okay. Yeah. I just want to know, like, who's in front of him. Like, he can see who we can pass to at least get closer. He's, yeah, I think he's definitely going to pass the easily first five guys CD. ahead of him. Who's C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, yeah. DJ yep. Moore. Yep. All boomer bust. Uh, and Mike AJ Evans. Brown is so consistent. Yeah. I I easily see AJ Brown finishing top ten. That is no cap, no doubt in my mind. Top ten's tough, but I, I think I agree. I, I definitely top fifteen, no doubt in my mind. Easy. Top ten, it's gonna be a little bit more tough. He's got some guys to over climb over that have been consistent also. Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Julio is currently sixteen, Robert Woods. Maybe it'll be a little rather tough. Calvin Ridley's an eight, but he's banged up. Obviously, injuries will have some sort of impact. Hopefully not, but yeah, it's going to be close. AJ Brown? Yeah, I'm going to say no cap. I still th- I think he has a shot to get in there. I think there's a better than 50% chance that he finishes up there just because he's been so consistent. 26 points isn't a lot. As we saw, we said Tyler Lock- DK Metcalf outscored Tyler Lockett a couple weeks ago. And DK caught him in one week, yeah. putting, <laughs> getting like 30-some points in one game, so you never know. Yeah, I think he had 40 that week. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, Last one here is with Nick Chubb coming back, both Chubb and Kareem Hunt will both be top 15 running backs from now on until the end of the season. I remember we – All of these are no cap. cap. Yeah, we talked about this like before Chubb got hurt. It's Nothing's going to change. And like we talk about the scarcity at tight end, running back might be the same exact way. I mean, I don't see – 15 running backs finishing better than Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt for the rest of the season. Where's Nick Chubb currently ranked? Well, I didn't say finishing top 15. Yeah, for the rest of the season. Like, based from now until then. Oh, for sure. Like, will he, will they both be able to sustain that volume they had early on? Yes. I agree. I would say, yeah, I think both will probably finish top 15 um, close to that on a points per game basis. I think Kareem Hunt's currently top 15 on a points per game basis. And Chubb is close to that. And that's only because he got hurt in that second game, brought down his, his average there. All right. That's a wrap for cap or no cap. Let's get into today's sponsor. I can finally put my hat back on because there were a lot of no caps there. That, I'm pretty sure they were all no caps. <laughs> so we got it. No, no, we definitely had a Q said cap for Dalvin cooks, 25 touchdowns uh, and that- Zeke struggling fall outside of the top 12. I think I said cap. Biased. Biased cap. 
<laughs> Anyways, today's sponsor is the Thrive Fantasy app for iOS and Android. If you don't know what the Thrive Fantasy app is by now and you've been watching us, your, your ears just don't work. They're not listening. Thrive Fantasy <laughs> app is a daily fantasy sports app for player props, uh, ga- in-game props, pretty much sports betting in general. Thousands of dollars are available every single week. And if you download the Thrive Fantasy app today and use our promo code SUPERFB, S-U-P-E-R-F-B, and you deposit $20 up to $50, you will get that deposit matched. So if you deposit 20, you'll get 20 back. If you deposit 50, you will get that 50 back and you'll have $100 to play with. And 50 of them weren't your money. So Free. <laughs> Free take that money. chance, take that chance. Download that Thrive Fantasy app today. Use that promo code and win yourself some money this weekend. Thousands of dollars are out there for the taking, especially in this app. A lot less users than those bigger apps that are out there. Mm-hmm. Got More better chances. chances, better odds. Check it out. And if you're listening to our breakouts, you can find some sleepers out there for cheap. For cheap. Cheap, cheap. We will bring up our breakouts at the end, of course, as always. Um, so let's get into our rankings and game previews uh disclaimer if you have any questions for start or sit this week or trades or anything ask them in the chat below we will be answering all questions in the chat throughout the entire episode all of us will be there interacting with you guys so definitely do that um and let's get into our picks standings so without Without T-Gods, he's usually the one that uh, breaks it down for us here. Unfortunately, T-Gods is still hanging out with his fam. Uh, so he is missing this week as well. He will definitely be back next week with the crew. It's um, all right. Family time is the best time. Exactly, for sure. And that's why Matt Sign says he loves Unky because his T-Gods cousin. Our we I call can't wait to see him later. Unk is uh, back in town for a couple of days staying at T-Gods place. So. Anyways, aside from that, let's get into our pick standings. Last week was pretty much a wash. It was very much a wash. Yeah, Matt and I decided to pick the Washington football team for some reason over the Giants. That did not work out. It it seemed like a good pick at the time. It was actually a close game. Uh, Alex Smith ended up bringing them back after Kyle Allen got hurt, but they did end up losing, so that one hurt. We lost (laughs) that one. But Q&T Gods decided to pick the 0-8 Jets to win a game, and that (laughs) – Against the Patriots. That big okay. game. Is Tom Brady right? playing? Did they win? <laughs> yeah, we reckon like it's the Patriots. Like, but, did they, but did they win? But you said. But did they win? No, they did not. But you said the okay. Patriots as if like they're a guaranteed win every week. But did the Jets win? Anyways. It was close. After you two stopped bickering. It no. was a close game. Either way, two got the two took the all on that. <laughs> that got the wash. We all got nine games correct. Uh, so the standings pretty much stayed the same. Q is at the bottom, 83 games correct at this point. I am next in third at 85. Matt has 86, and T-Gods has 87. Uh, T-Gods will be making picks again this week just behind the scenes, uh, but we will be making our picks live on podcast. All right, uh, before we get into it, teams on a bye week, the Falcons, the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Cowboys. A, a lot of fantasy firepower are on a bye this week, so definitely look for some fill-in options and we will have some ideas for you as well. Let's start it off with Thursday Night Football. We have the Colts at the Titans. So this one should be actually a pretty good Thursday Night Football game for the first time in a while. I mean, we just saw the Packers blow out the Niners last week. So let's get right into it. 
start on the Colts side of the ball. Is Philip Rivers a viable quarterback fill-in for someone that has Mahomes, Matt Ryan, whoever no, want to buy this week? There's definitely better available than him. Yeah. And, like, he has no receivers that are trustworthy to throw to, unless T.Y. Hilton decides to return from the he dead. Is. He is coming back. No, I mean, like, return as in, like, being <laughs> scoring a fantasy <laughs> okay. point. Yeah, yeah, he does stink still. You're right. <laughs> Regardless of bye weeks, I still have Phillip Rivers ranked outside of my top 20. So, he, I'm definitely not starting him. There's easily better options on the waiver wire. I just don't see Phillip Rivers being that uh, quarterback to push the ball down the field and get you them big fantasy points that you're looking for. He Regardless. did a couple of good games. Aside, obviously, the Baltimore game was struggling. He did throw three passing touchdowns in back-to-back weeks prior to that. But I agree, Phillip Rivers is definitely way too risky to start. Yeah, regardless of uh, bye weeks, I still have Mahomes ranked over Phillip Rivers this week. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. He might actually end up with more points. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next one here, Jonathan Taylor. Is he locked back in or are you still feeling nervous? Where did you rank him? Did he make your top 20? Uh, I have him a top 20. He's number 24. That's just being generous to the fact that he he is talented. And these other running backs, you can't really trust them to produce at a high level. I mean, I don't know if you can even trust uh, Taylor at this point, but I think that's who they're going to roll out with and he will should be – Hopefully he's given more work than he has been recently and holds on to the football. Running back is so scarce. After like the first top 15, it gets pretty ugly. That's the only reason that I have Jonathan Taylor at 23. So, I mean, in a 12-man league, he's a viable RB2. Am I confident starting him? No, not at all. Only because uh, Jordan Wilkins has been out-touching him the past couple weeks. I know he was dealing with an injury, but – Even then, I could see the Colts falling behind in this game and them relying heavily on uh, Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. Yes, aside from Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I agree. I think Jonathan Taylor is definitely risky. I have him at 23-2, though. I still think he's the best in this backfield to roll out there. Um, Any pass catchers on the Colts that you want to start? (laughs) No. No. Flat out, no. Maybe what, Trey Burton? No. I'm, I'm forced to start Trey Burton, <laughs> Um I have him at 18. It's not a good start, but I'm forced to start him, so I'm starting him. Deal with it. Anyways, <laughs> I have Kelsey on a bye. It hurts. It hurts. I mean, you have your team on a bye. Yeah, Kelsey's my entire team. Let's stop roasting I'm, my team in these I can't, episodes. I can't even say You roasted anything. your own team. No, I didn't. I just said I had to start Trey Burton. Anyways, let's move on to the Titans side of the ball. Ryan Tannehill has another tough matchup ahead, but can you continue to roll him out there? Did he crack your top 10 this week? Is he still outside that top 10? Where you got him? He is number 20 for me. Yeah, I'm at 19. I, I don't really like Tanny this week. I feel like oh. he had one like bad week, like a week coming into that week, whatever week it was. There was like he's like a set it and forget it, sort of set it and forget it guy, top 10 rest of the season. And like he had a bad week and then he just he never had a bad bad week i mean he did in week three he had 11 points yeah it was really struggled if he's gonna have a bad week it's gonna be this week in his last three games he's been less than like ecstatic to start him to say the least i mean he's had two passing touchdowns in each game uh but not a lot of yards he had 22 in week seven 21 in week eight and 18 last week against the bears obviously a much tougher matchup i'm definitely nervous 
because of the matchups and his schedule upcoming, but I still have him towards that top 50. I have him at 13. So I have him right outside my top 10, a few spots away. I still think his talent and his weapons around him put him over some of these other guys like Drew Locke, Nick Foles, Derek Carr. I think Tannehill is currently a top 10 quarterback. So I think most teams are relying on him. That's the only reason I have him that close, but I can see where guys are coming from. The Colts defense has been scary. Very. Um, AJ Brown locked in top 10 at this point. I think set it and forget it. You're pretty much starting him no matter what. I actually don't have him top 10. I have him, yeah, I have him, 13. I have him at 11. But no, he's locked in as a, a starting yeah. fan. You are receiver. starting A.J. Brown week in and week out. I think I, only downgraded because of the matchup. I he might This week will tell if he's matchup proof or not. I think he might be matchup proof. He had a solid game last week, too, against the Bears. So mm-hmm. he's been solid. Um. Can you consider Corey Davis in this tough matchup after a, a donut last week? Where did you no. rank him? Where did I rank him? I got him at 42. So he kind of fell off for me a I little bit. I have him at 47. So uh, I'm not putting him in my lineup. Yeah, I think he's a flex option. I think he could bounce back. They may end up just throwing it to his side of the field. You never know. But Corey Davis, yeah, not too confident in. Nope. Um, Janu finally found the engine again last week that pushed him back into your top 10. I actually barely have him inside my top 15. I have him at 14. Yeah, I'm at, 14 at 15. Also. So, yeah, Janu Smith, risky tight end start also, but you may not have better options. If, so, if he has another good, good game or if he scores another touchdown this week, then I'll think more highly of him. But until then, yeah, want to see more consistency with that. He was really struggling for a while there. All right, let's pick this one. The Colts at the Titans. Who do you got? Titans. Titans. I want, I want to see a show from Derrick Henry on Thursday Night Football. I am taking the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. On the road. I know it's going to be a little bit of a tougher matchup, but I think the Colts pulled off. Defense is really good. Uh, Titans have been shocked a couple of times this season. They struggled against the Bears defense a little bit last week, and they lost to the Bengals the week before that, so not as confident in the Titans as I was. All right. Next game here is the Texans at the Browns. Sean Watson, Will Fuller, must start. Don't even think twice. Uh, Brandon Cooks, pretty much also must start territory if you have him on your team. Yeah, he's, uh, like we said in the last episode, he, he's doing, if not better than Will Fuller. I just, I think it's like, I don't know what it is that's like making people choose Fuller over him. Maybe he's done a all year more and consistency yeah. cooks is like uh the name scares people still i guess because what he's done being inconsistent um but yeah both must starts yeah, both top 20 yeah. plays this week definitely plug them both in um duke johnson obviously david johnson's most likely not going to play depending on this concussion if he's able to clear protocol where did you rank duke johnson if david johnson's unable to go i think i put him in the same spot as i would have david johnson Maybe I, a couple spots lower, but he does have the pass catching ability that keeps him somewhat valuable. Yeah, I have Duke Johnson if David Johnson does not play right at 18. Yeah, I got him at 19. So top 20 play. Yeah. So if you find Duke Johnson on waivers and you're able to plug him in, throw him in there, start him, fire it's him. Up. His old and, team. Feel, and feel confident. That too. Him. Yeah, feel confident with Duke Johnson this week. Use that narrative for every player who's playing against their old team. They're going to go off. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be a revenge game. <laughs> Exactly. 
All right. On the other side of the ball, the Browns are coming off a bye, and they're getting uh, some weapons back. Uh, with those weapons coming back, is Baker top 15 for you guys? No, nah, I got him at 17. Did Baker have COVID, or was he just on the COVID list? I think he might still be on the COVID list, or they might have just took him off today no, or he's yesterday. Good. He's good to go. Um, either way, yeah, I think he was just a uh, close contact. I don't think he actually okay. had COVID. Because if he, got, he had COVID, he not, I wouldn't even rank him. Yeah, I got him at 19. I'm still not confident in Baker Mayfield, uh, the quarterback. I think they might be able to win this game, but it's just uh, she can't trust him. Nope. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a good game finally incoming. Maybe. That that breakout game against this Houston secondary. Maybe. I have him ranked at 34. Yeah, 36. I, I mean, I, I don't really have, like, the utmost confidence in Jarvis Landry. Okay, all right. We get it, Sean. You're his biggest fanboy. <laughs> Even as his biggest fanboy, you, you would have thought that he went to him. Temple the way that Sean loves him. <laughs> you may have thought he was his, Sean's brother. <laughs> Even as much as I like Jarvis Landry, I'm with you guys. I am nervous about starting him this week just because the inconsistency. Baker Mayfield at quarterback, you just can't lock him in with confidence until you see it. He did have that touchdown turned over before the bye. Um, I have him outside my top 30, though, at 32. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a flex play at best this week. At best. Risky. Very risky. risky. Flex play. Agreed. Uh, Nick Chubb's return. Where would you rank Chubb and Hunt if they're both able to play this week? I have Nick Chubb at 9, Kareem at 12. Ooh, yeah, okay. I have uh, Hunt a few spots lower, I think, just because Chubb's definitely going to take back over the backfield, or at least be the guy to start the game. But yeah. Yeah, I actually put Kareem over Chubb just because I think <coughs> biased. Trying not to be biased here, honestly. You're not um, trying hard enough. <laughs> I have Kareem at nine, Chubb at fourteen. I'm just nervous about him being limited coming back from a sprained or yeah, whatever it was, sprained MCL. So I don't I know mean, if they're just gonna get him right back into that full work. Yeah. I feel like after the bye week, they kind of took that and ran with it as Chubb. He's gonna be damn near close to fully healthy. So I think as much as they can get him involved, they're going to get him involved, get him back into that football playing shape. And I think they're going to utilize him as much as they can. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. I, I think both obviously top 15 plays. Yeah. I just think maybe this is a more of a shootout. Kareem Hunt gets some more pass game involvement. But we shall see. Both top 15, lock them in. Uh, one other weapon they did get back is Austin Hooper. Uh, he was pretty consistent until he had an appendectomy. Out of nowhere. Looks like he got appendicitis. Anyways, um, did he fall into your top 10? Yep. I got him at seven. Yeah, I'm at six. I just think he's going to be a – he was pretty consistent. Like, there was that one week he played the Colts, I think, and then ever since then he was pretty solid. Um, and these other tight ends that they have haven't really done much, sadly, because I wish David Njoku was relevant. <laughs> Harrison Bryan had that big breakout game and then, yeah, then fell off of playing it. Uh, but, yeah uh, – Austin Hooper did have three straight games of five catches and 10 plus fantasy points. I got him inside my top 10 as well. I got him at eight. So feel good about that. Let's pick this game. Texans at the Browns. Who do you got? I am taking the Browns. Browns. I just think I'm taking the Texans with no OBJ. Texans can't beat anybody. No OBJ. Schmo, Schmo, BJ. They got Chubb back. They got Hooper back. They're going to win this game at home. They got Baker back from COVID. 
Sean, when are you going to realize that home field advantage has no meaning this season? The Bakers, I mean, not the Bakers, the, <laughs> the Browns. Bakers. <laughs> the Browns are five and three. The Texans are two and six. The Texans don't it, win football games. They're going to win this football game. We shall see. I think coming off a of bye, they're just, they're going to be fresh. They're ready. Anyways, next game football team at the Lions. This one is going to be ugly this could be a battle of the backup quarterbacks if matt stafford ends up missing make sure you monitor that if you plan on starting any lions uh but let's start on the football team side of the ball terry mclaren locked in must start don't think about it don't even worry about Alex <laughs> Smith, it the quarterback. Forget it. set it and forget it as matt said um gibson and jd mckissick are pretty much both viable at this point you can gibson start both i have gibson in. higher though I have Gibson a lot higher. I have him almost 10 spots higher. I have Gibson at 13, and I have J.D. at 22. It, yeah. I think Gibson's questionable with a, some sort of injury. I don't know where it is, but. Uh, he just didn't practice due to a shoulder injury. Um, he did not get that many touches in that game either, but um, definitely just pay attention to his status heading into Friday practice. Uh, if he plays, I still like Gibson more. I have Gibson at 15, J.D. McKissick at 26. So I'm with you, Matt. I just have them spread apart. I think both are viable, though. Yep. Yeah. yeah, especially with that news, like whether he plays and he's fine, I just – McKissick could have a large role, larger yep. role. If Gibson doesn't play, definitely oh, yeah. lock in McKissick. Yep. No doubt he's going to get at least – he might get 10 catches if, oh, yeah. if Gibson doesn't play. Uh, next one here is Logan Thomas. Is he a top 12 tight end for you guys this week? Top 15? Uh, no, he's I not. got him at 16. Uh, you the, wanted us to say that. he was. The, the consistency just hasn't been there for me. As scarce as tight end has been, he hasn't been one to really like stand <laughs> out to me. Yeah, I agree. He's definitely risky, no doubt. But I have him at 13, a little bit higher. Um, he did have a touchdown in back-to-back weeks before the bye week. And then with Alex Smith at quarterback, he had six targets last week. Um, he's had at least four targets in every game. So it's not pretty, but he has a chance to score. He's an option. <laughs> Tight ends. Are, are <laughs> he scary, is an man. option. <laughs> Tight ends are scary. Just to say the least. So that's the only reason I would start him. Um, if on the other side of the ball here, Matt Stafford, if he plays, where did you rank him? I ranked him at 20 this week. Just don't feel confident in him. I gave him a nice 15, but that's also if I'm, I think I'm ranking as if Galladay plays rather than, yeah, if Galladay's playing, then I'll have him ranked 15. But if not, I feel like you just moved down a few spots. I may put Tua over him or Derek Carr. But other than that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I got him at 16. I think regardless if Galladay plays, I'm not starting Matthew Stafford. Even when Galladay's been there, he's been very consistent. I just can't trust him. I agree. I agree. And obviously, I have him at 20. I'm a little biased after I started him last week. So, uh, Marvin Jones, even without Matt Stafford, where did you rank him? Did he crack your top 30? No. I got, I got he he, he did not crank my he did not crank <laughs> he did I hope we not, didn't crank anything. Yeah, I didn't crank anything, but he did not crack my top forty. Yeah, he's wow. yeah, he's forty five for me. Wow, both not like Marvin Jones. I got him at thirty four, so I guess I'll explain why I love him. I mean, uh, he's been pretty consistent 
on this offense the last few weeks. He's had maybe not the most targets, but uh, fantasy points wise, 13, 18, 13. I think he's a decent flex option this week. If Galladay's out, I think I'd rather take the risk on Danny Amendola over Marvin Jones. I agree with you, Q. Yeah, I think both are viable desperation flex options if you have like Tyreek on a buy or something like that. Dart throws. Dart throws for sure. Uh, Hawkinson locked in, must start, as we top already three. talked about earlier. Top three yep, tight yep, end. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's pick this one. Football team at the Lions, who do you got? Mm, I'm going I, Lions. I got to go with my gut, and my gut was telling me the football team. Or did Kayla tell you to go with the football team? No, my gut was telling me, and then <laughs> I switched it to the Lions, and then Kayla said, yo, you got to go football team. So I said, all right. <laughs> I'm taking the Lions. I, the Lions have – I think I picked the Lions like three or four straight weeks for some reason. And just, they've lost. They, they just keep losing, but I just got to keep – they're, they're, they're going to win eventually. It's kind of like the Falcons a few weeks ago. They just kept losing, <laughs> and they just started winning. I think the Lions get that win this week. Next game is the Buccaneers at the Panthers. So let's just start on the Bucs side of the ball. Is this a Bucks bounce back in general all around against I the Panthers so. defense? Yes, I do. Yeah, I would agree. I think they have to bounce back. I mean, it would be really hard to do worse than last week for all. I, think I, saw, I don't think they could do worse. I think Brady's like average after scoring a single-digit game is like 21 or 25. In the 20s, at least. And when he scores like a single-point uh, fantasy football game, he'll bounce back with like a – I mean, anything's better. Anything's a bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's be real. Uh, so where do you rank the Bucks wide receivers in this mess – Oh, of man. a receiver core. Yeah, this is hard. Let's I have Godwin say. at 19. I have Mike Evans at 29 and Antonio Brown at 38. So there's a pretty big gap in between each of them. I definitely trust Godwin the most. Obviously, I trust Mike Evans the second most solely based on the fact that it's Antonio Brown's second week actually in the offense. So I don't know if he's going to like produce a big hit on either of their productions. I, I might even take Gronk over Antonio Brown. I will say Antonio Brown would have had a better game. There was a couple passes, or at least one like long bomb to AB that was out of his reach, or he would have had another 60-yard catch or something where he could have had a longer gain and just that kind of ruined his night. But, yeah, I have him in that order also, Godwin, Evans, Tone, Antonio yeah, Brown. I agree. Godwin, 19, Mike Evans, 25. So I think they're both kind of low wide receiver twos. Um, Antonio Brown, obviously, just like a flex play. I got him 35. Um, you just want to see more of Antonio Brown before trusting him in your lineup. Uh, but Gronk, on the other hand, is he still in your top 10 after being like almost borderline top five for a few weeks in a row there? I got him right at number five. I have him at eight. I have him at 11. So I am wow. ner- I am nervous about Gronk. I, I, this is what I was nervous about pretty much all year is the amount of mouths to feed. And now they added Antonio Brown. I think and now Gronk everyone's is, actually finally healthy. Yeah, I think Gronk is a touchdown-dependent tight end, and he has a good chance. I mean, Brady has been looking for him in the red zone, but I have him in that same tier of touchdown-dependent tight ends with Eric Ebron and Jared Cook, Jonu Smith. like Basically you know. every tight end in the league aside from Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. Yeah, I, mean, I, put, I put a couple of guys that have been like maybe a little bit more consistent, like Jimmy Graham, Austin Hooper. Even Hunter Henry, I think, has a better chance of being more consistent than Gronk at this point. He did tie for first in targets out of wide receivers. And, like, I mean, 
it was Evans, Godwin, and Gronk. They all had six targets. So he's still being looked at for the ball. Um, I wish he scored that long touchdown where he had to die for the ball. That would have just been a crazy play just so I could say, (laughs) Sean, he's not that slow, but it was overthrown. He is that slow. He looked so slow that game. There was this one pass. They tried to throw it to him, and he just, like, didn't even catch up to the ball. He dove for it. I'll give him A for effort. I think it was a different one. It might have been the same one. I don't know. Effort's all that matters. Yeah. I I think he's a viable starter still just with how shallow the position is, but I've been nervous on Gronk all year, so – I'm going to stay nervous. Let's move to the other side of the ball. The Buck, all, away from the Bucks. Uh, the Panthers' offense has been pretty solid. Uh, Teddy, top 15 after some decent performances lately. Wait, when did we talk about him? Was that earlier in the episode or last episode? I think we oh, talked- it was trust or, trust or Bust. Yeah, I have yesterday at 22, and that's like very low considering who's in front of him. I'm not trusting him. I'm at 25, so I'm staying away from yeah. the Bucks defense is scary. He had eight points against the Bucks the last time they played. So do not start Teddy this week, only in a favorable matchup. What did DJ Moore have that game? I just want to know, like 20. If he so how did he do so well? <laughs> uh DJ Moore had eight catches, I think, for like 120 yards or something. Or no. Yeah, I think it was eight for 120 or something like that. Like, it was like his best receiving. I mean, that could have been like all of Teddy's yards right there. Really? Yeah, it was, a, it was a solid game for DJ Moore, which I don't want to talk about DJ Moore that much, but <laughs> let's just talk about him now as we're already on the subject. Uh, where did you rank DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson in the split there? Robbie, I have at 18. DJ Moore, I have at 28. I like Robbie. Well, how about Curtis Samuel? More. Curtis Samuel, I have at 37. That's yeah. also where I have him. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, Matt. I actually have Robbie Anderson pretty high. I'm at 12. Um, I have DJ Moore at 23, and Curtis Samuel. I don't even know where I have Curtis Samuel. I'm gonna be honest. 44. So I'm hopeful that Curtis Samuel is more of a fluke. But honestly, <laughs> I like Curtis Samuel more now that McCaffrey's unexpected to play. I did these ranks prior to that, so I would move him up a bit just because he's going to be involved in that running game. Um, Mike Vulture, Mike Davis again. Um, as we were just mentioning, the running game here. Uh, before we get there, I think Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore both had good games against the Bucks last time they played. I think both are viable options. They're going to have to throw to keep up with the Bucks offense. As long as the Bucks bounce back. Uh, Mike Davis, now that Christian McCaffrey is unlikely to play, where did you rank him? He's a top um, 15. Go ahead. And what? <laughs> I have him top fifteen. I have him right at fifteen. So yeah, I, have, I have him at thirteen. His Schultz when he when he played him, his supposed last supper. It was not a good last supper. Um, so <laughs> he's hope, getting a redemption. Uh, a nice snack, dessert. <laughs> yeah, I got Mike Davis at eleven. He's still top fifteen just because of the volume. Although this is a very tough matchup with the Bucks defense. Yep. And I feel like the Panthers are going to be playing from behind. So I don't. I don't know how involved Mike Davis gets unless he catches a couple passes. That's why I've ranked the uh, receiver so high. But, I mean, you've seen him get the workload that Christian McCaffrey would usually get. So, I mean, you don't doubt it, but I'm just not. Yeah, because you're banking on the the passing game. Exactly. He's had five-plus catches in um, six games this season, so – He's been involved, and that's what you'd be banking on. But it's like if they yep. go down, I wouldn't be surprised if 
Curtis Samuel became the running back. Me either. Yeah, I agree. I agree that Matt Rule has been praising Curtis Samuel in the reports over the past few weeks, saying like he just wants to keep finding more ways to get him the ball. So we'll see how that continues. But uh, but let's, quarterback, that's that'll get him the ball. No, thank you. All right, let's let's pick this one. <laughs> Bucks at the Panthers. Who you got? Bucks. 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 Don't get cute. It's the Bucks. They gotta bounce back. I think we all gotta take the Bucks. We need one. to get the soundboard soon. Some more donations. Then we can get T gods on the sound. I don't know. I don't think he's going to miss many more, but but we needed his input, our voice. I don't know yeah. what noise he makes that's so common, but <laughs> he does always what? make. Those. We know because Sean's common sound is. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that squeal. <laughs> I don't know. Squeal. <laughs> it's always followed up by the I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my way of disagreeing in a nice way. All right, so let's keep it rolling here. Eagles at the Giants. Uh, do you have Wentz top 10 this week? Yep, I have my number eight. Especially getting, well, having got her back, getting Alshon possibly back. Fogum's still there. Uh, Jalen Rager's healthy. It, Giants defense is horrible, so I could see Carson Wentz putting up a big game this week. We're coming to the end of his juicy matchups for a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. well, he's actually gonna have to throw a ton in those upcoming matchups, so exactly might still be viable, but I think, yeah, I have top 10 also. I got him at eight, too. Uh, definitely roll out Wentz. Miles Sanders is locked in, even after coming back off an injury, you're starting him. Yep, doubt top 10 running back. Um, Fogum pretty much is in top the territory, guy. top 20 around that. Truth. Yep, I got minimum. him at 16. Yeah, I got him at 17, so. Keep rolling Fulgham out there. He has been rock solid. He's looking like Carson Wentz's number one go-to guy for the rest of the season here. Um, and Dallas Goddard, now that he's back, fully back, you have him in your top 10. Top 10. You know Wentz loves his tight ends. And I'm Goddard's, at number nine. Goddard, the next Wentz. I mean, not Wentz, next <laughs> Next Wentz. <laughs> yeah, I've got Goddard at six, so I'm pretty confident in Goddard this week. I think he will be solid against this Giants defense. Love me some Goddard. On to the Giants side of the ball here. Um, Devonta Freeman, Wayne Gallman, whoever's starting, are they a solid RB2? You want to start yes. Gallman, but you're not feeling good against the good Eagles run deep. Yeah, you want Freeman to come back, obviously, if you're going to start him. But I think both are risky running back plays. I have whoever ends up playing pretty much in the same spot, RB28. Yeah. I am so. actually at RB37. That's really low. Yeah, they might fall face first in the end zone. You never know. <laughs> um, the next... They're not going to fall feet first. Because <laughs> then slide. they score. No, that's true. Uh, anyways, uh, Sterling Shepard has been rock solid. He's had consistent volume, at least eight targets in each of the last three games. Um, did you rank him inside your top 25, top 30? Where you got him? I got I him at... right outside my top 25 at 26. I have him at 25. Slayton, on the other hand, he's a number 37 Slayton I have at 36 so <laughs> I am higher on Sterling Shepard than I am Darius Slayton you're welcome Q I'm not saying anything but I feel like Slayton's going to be the one who has to deal with uh Slay. Darius Slay mm-hmm. again, again yeah I have Darius Slayton at <laughs> 41 like <laughs> I have Sterling Shepard at 31 so I might be a little bit too low on Sterling Shepard as consistent as he has been um but I think he'll be a solid flex play this week, no doubt. Uh, Evan Ingram, 
has been consistent. He seems back at this point. Did he crack your top 10? I I don't know how he came back in here. Yeah, he's number seven for me. I think he could have had a great game last week or the last time he played the Eagles, but he dropped that big pass. Other than that, he was – we can't play well. The Eagles don't play well against tight ends, so, yeah. Our linebackers can cover for absolutely dog turds. Got him at four. So I'm confident in Evan Ingram at this point. I think he's pretty much fully back involved in this offense. The first few weeks, this offense couldn't move the ball at all, but the last few weeks, they've been able to stay competitive. So I think they stay competitive again. Ingram should be solid. Let's pick this one. Eagles at the Giants. Who you got? Eagles. Go Birds. Yeah. Fly Eagles fly, baby. Bias is showing, but yeah, I got to take the Birds too. I'm taking the Birds regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they have a better chance to win this. They game. need a big, bigger performance, better performance than the last time they played. We don't need no one minute comeback. Yeah. My heart can't take that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah, no have thanks. a heart attack. No, thank you on that for sure. Um, Jaguars at the Packers is the next one here. Um, James Robinson, set it and forget it. Must start for the Jags. Set it and forget it. Do not even consider especially that against the Packers. They, I think they've been the worst team against running backs so far this season. Yeah, they've been rough. So plug him in as long as they can stay competitive in the game. He will be getting carries. Regardless, he's going to catch the ball. That too. Um, DJ Chark, is he back in your top 20 after a huge game last week? I uh, got him at 23. It can be one more game with Luton. Yeah. I agree. I've got I him at 21. More con- exactly. I need to see more consistency out of the quarterback for me to trust any of them receivers. Mm-hmm. I think he's a low-end wide receiver, too, this week. He obviously has that upside of blowing up, as we saw last week. Luton was feeding him. So, One thing about James Robinson, and they are playing Green Bay's 31st against the run. So, Second yeah, to worst. They, they stink. I'm just saying that they're very bad. Yes. But I feel like Green Bay is going to go up big, so I feel like DJ Chark could have another big game. Agreed. Uh, any other Jaguars you'd be consider starting at this point? I think it's just those two. Tyler Eifert. No. Tyler Eifert. No, I'm not starting Tyler Eifert. He belongs on waivers, man. I didn't even rank him, I don't think, in my top 25 tight ends. I don't think I've ever ranked him. <laughs> I don't even think of Tyler Eifert. Yeah, I don't even know what she's talking about. <laughs> you just wanted to throw a name out there. Yeah, Keelan Cole, maybe, if you're desperate. Maybe. Anyways, on the other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams are locked in. Set it and forget it. Uh, Aaron Jones is back at practice, practicing fully. So feel confident starting him. Top Top five running back. Yeah, top three. I got him three as well. I got him three as well. So keep rolling him out there, no doubt. Um, Lazard and MVS. Lazard might be back this week. Marquez Valdez-Scantling caught another deep ball. I think if Lazard plays, he's going to be limited in some fashion. But I think both are dart throw flex options. I don't think I've, I don't have either of my top. Yeah, I didn't rank either of them just because I'm unsure of Lazard's playing status. But when he has played, uh, I believe it was the first three weeks, he's averaged 16.7 fantasy points a game. Yeah, he had that so, huge game too. Well, uh, he, he had two big games. Yeah. Rodgers hates yeah. everybody outside of Devontae Adams. He when Lazard before he got hurt. Yeah, when Lazard is not there, he relies heavily on Devontae Adams. Yeah, um, and then Robert Tunyon, if you're desperate at tight end. Uh, Matt, you're probably still rolling him out there. but uh, Well, I think I might have to start Taysom Hill after yesterday's Please, <laughs> Please yeah, do it. Taysom Hill, like we said, 
Think about it. He's it's, a, he's it's interesting. Worth it's worth the thought. That'd the be dart a throw at tight end. That'd be a kick to K-Harp's I thought about it this week. Anyways, let's pick this one. Jags at the Packers. As Packers. It's a sweep. Let's take the Packers. Clean sweep. Clean Let me get sweep. the broom out. Yeah, please get the broom out because that's going to be an ugly one. Well, has the potential to be ugly. Uh, the next one here is the Bills at the Cardinals. Now, this should be an interesting game. We just saw the Bills and the Seahawks be an absolute shootout. Um, Russ struggled a little bit, but it was still a solid game overall. Josh Allen's fully back at this point. You guys got him back inside your top five? Number two. Number yeah. four for me. I got him at number five. Yeah, so top five option. Keep rolling Josh Allen out there, no doubt. Um, it looks obviously that those four games were sort of just – an enigma. I think this Bills offense is back. Um, Stefan Diggs must start, no doubt. Um, Easy. John Brown back over Cole Beasley in your ranks. We talked about this a little bit yesterday as well. Yeah, I have yeah. John Brown at thirty nine. I have Cole Beasley outside of my top forty at forty four. <laughs> yeah, I have him at forty seven. So I mean, I'm definitely trusting John Brown a lot more. He's more of a deep threat. He has a much more higher ceiling than Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is really only known for his floor. And ever since John Brown has been back, that floor has been like five points. So. Yeah. You're nervous. I got John Brown, 36, Cole Beasley, 45, same kind of area. John Brown, decent flex play. Cole Beasley, you're hoping for that 10 points that he was consistent for. Um, And then Zach Moss confirmed over Devin Singletary at this point, like just locked in Singletary is just irrelevant like i think both are kind of risky but yeah i actually have zach moss pushing my top 20 at top at 24 didn't moss score again this week mm-hmm. he's been yeah. the one finding the end zone i believe yeah i have so, zach moss 26 i have singletary at 30 yeah that alone just moss over singletary yeah it wasn't it wasn't a pretty game for moss by any means nine carries for 18 yards but he did find the end zone had two catches it's it's an ugly backfield I'm probably avoiding it as a whole if I can. On the other side of the ball, the Cardinals offense, Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are locked in, even though DeHop has struggled a little bit. I still have him as my wide receiver too this week. Got to keep rolling DeAndre Hopkins out there, no doubt. Said it and forget it. Exactly. Um, And Chase Edmonds struggled a little bit as we wanted him to kind of explode onto the scene is – that hype dying a little bit here for you guys. Where'd you rank him? Yeah, he ruined his chance of taking this backfield. So I regress from that statement I made last week. But uh, I don't know, maybe plays better with Drake also in the backfield. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have Kenyon Drake at 20. I have Chase Edmonds at 25. I think after last week, especially Kenyon Drake comes back, he takes over the lead role. Uh, Chase Edmonds is kind of just like a third down kind of guy. I don't see him being the lead back in that backfield. I saw I have, Edmonds ranked over Drake. I have Edmonds at 13. I'm just, I didn't rank Kenyon Drake. I wasn't sure if he was going to fully be back. Obviously, monitor the practice points, but that slight tear in his ankle seemed a little bit more serious than they were making it out to be. I think he might miss one more week, but if he does not, I think I'd still rank Edmonds over him, but I think they're both risky rb2s at that point i agree um the last one here christian kirk a legit top 30 wide receiver three straight games of 20 plus points where'd you rank him 34 christian kirk i'm at 29 he snuck into my top 30 so 
I mean, the consistency has been there. I think you just got to keep rolling him out there until he flops. You can, yeah. he could like grow, like break out as if like Brandon Cooks, where he, Brandon Cooks like had big, big catch games. And then now he's just consistently getting balls thrown to him and scoring touchdowns. So he could be something like that. Yeah. I hope so as well. Uh, let's pick this one. The Bills at the Cardinals. Who do you got? Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals. Man, I feel like I, I should have took the Bills last week. And I feel like I might have – I would – I feel like the Bills are the favorite again, but I'm taking the Cardinals too. I think Cardinals – I think I like them this week. Taking the cards. All right. Next one here, Chargers at the Dolphins. This one should be kind of interesting. Any game with the Dolphins lately has been interesting. We've been thinking of the Dolphins as this terrible football team for the past few years, and yet they find themselves in the playoff hunt. So let's start on the Chargers side of the ball, though, before we get into the Dolphins. Uh, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, locked in, set it and forget it, just like a lot of these guys we've talked about. Um, Justin Herbert's been rock solid, and Keenan Allen has been elite since Herbert has taken over. Um, this running back backfield now, Justin Jackson is most likely going to miss this game. He's unlikely to play. So Kalen Balaj, Josh Kelly, Troy main Pope. I'm preferring to avoid this backfield as a whole. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel comfortable starting. Well, any of them. me being someone who has to probably start one from this backfield, I'm taking Balaj, even though Kelly will probably start as a starter. Balaj did the most with his work and Pope did have his little, his little shine, but. Uh, it was only that one game and he was out with a concussion. Yeah, I, I think Pope showed some pretty good flashes, so he might end up being more of the pass catching back in this offense, which really just hurts Josh Kelly as he kind of got more of that passing game work late when they were on that game-winning drive. Uh, Balazs did look good, though. Um, we haven't seen Balazs look good consistently, so that's the only thing that makes me nervous. Adam I think all of, them, all of them are risky outside the top 30 running backs, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams, did he crack your top 30 after being consistent over the past few weeks? I'm at 35. I feel like he's still still kind of a uh, boomer bust type of receiver. I mean, any game he could score 20 plus, any game he could score 10 or less. So, I mean. Can't do the the Corey Davis believing a little too early. I don't know if it was early with him, but like going all in now, give us a donut. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, Mike Williams, he yeah, at Boomer Bus Flex. Hunter Henry, is his breakout finally coming at this point? I think you just got to keep rolling him out there and hope so. Yeah, he's, I mean, the offense that's pass, that pass heavy, I think, I mean, you're going to keep playing him. Just hope that he catches some of these balls. And finds the end zone, hopefully. Hopefully. For the Dolphins, where did you rank Tua after a pretty solid performance last week versus the Cardinals? 17 i still don't think he has much i'm not gonna say not much fantasy relevance but i'm not feeling I, we have to see more consistency yeah. i have him at 18 first game he played it was all defense like whatever he did was wash a wash so he didn't really do anything and then yeah it was pretty impressive the second game yeah battle shootout with kyler murray and ended up winning the game on a crappy kick by the cardinals kicker but uh <laughs> but uh, yeah i agree i think i you need to see a little bit more but i have him at 15 i'm hopeful that he can be a consistent option in the Chargers secondary has been anything but good uh, with some of the injuries they've suffered here. So um, I think they're 27th against quarterbacks. So if you're looking for a desperation, kind of just plug them in, plug into a, even without his fully healthy receiver core with Preston Williams banged up. 
Um, Matt Breida, Jordan Howard, this running back backfield. Are you just avoiding it? Yeah, I'm yeah, just staying yeah, away. Don't it's, don't even touch him. But wait till Miles Gaskin is back. Matt Breida, if he's healthy, would be the best option, but he has not been, been healthy news. in his career. So yeah. it's been tough, tough going for Matt Breida. Um, Devontae Parker, on the other hand, with Preston Williams out, he's pretty much the only guy to catch passes out here. Is he top 25 for you guys? 33, but yeah, that's potential exactly to be had, inside yeah. that top 30, being the only guy. Actually, I'm at 27, so I got him inside my top 30. I just think there's nobody else. I think he's going to just get a bunch of volume. So I think that's the thing that really helps him in this matchup. And like I said, it's been a pretty friendly defense for the passing game. Um, the only other really relevant player would be Mike Gusecki. Um, Is he relevant with Preston Williams hurt? Maybe. He's Could been be. inconsistent, though. He had another – he had an average. Seven points I think he had. Yeah. So. Yeah, he might get more involved. We shall see. Let's pick this one. The Chargers at the Dolphins. Who do you got? Chargers. Chargers. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins win. I'm taking the Finns. Five and three. They're home. I've picked against the Dolphins a couple weeks in a row now, and they just keep winning. So. Home field does not count this season. They have fans. They have fans. Barely. Yeah, I'm rolling. I'm just rolling with the Dolphins. All right, we've got a few more games to get through here, so let's keep it rolling. Broncos at the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is, is what he is. He's a mediocre 16. quarterback yeah. around top 15. I got him at 16 also. Um, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller are must-start. Keep rolling them out there, and pretty much all of their wide receivers are dart throws. Yeah. Aguilar ended up finding the end zone again on a long pass, which Aguilar I knew Q was about to bring up. Guy. He thought about it. You might He's be the, the best most bet. Safest one. Safest the, and the safest for a, a possibility of a bomb, which is still risky. <laughs> so that makes me nervous. Uh yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much it for this team. On the other side of the ball, Drew Locke. Did he crack your top 15 after being consistent? I'm at 17. 17 as well. Yeah, I'm at 15. Ooh, so Matt, I'm, I'm a little bit higher on 18, Drew Locke. I have Drew Locke. I mean, he's been showing up the past couple of weeks, so I can't deny him. He yeah. does it with swag, too, so I like that. He does that. have swag. Good matchup as well. Uh, Melvin Gordon, was that more fluky, or is he going to continue to struggle, in your opinion? He's a flex play at this point. I do have him ranked at 19, but I just think he's like a very good flex. I think yeah, Philip Lindsay. I have him in the RB2 range. I have him at 19. I trust him a lot more than I do Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah, I got him at 21. I trust him more as well. I think he could be solid. So. Keep rolling him out there if you have him, even though he struggled mightily this past week. Um, Jerry Judy looked really good. I think he is definitely a flex option. Did he crack your top 30? I got him at 25. I like him a lot. I'm actually right. I'm not too far behind. I'm at 30. So we have them all five spots apart. Definitely a solid flex option if you have him on your bench. Plug him in. They've been a competitive team the past few weeks. The Broncos have. Good for them. Yeah, good, good for the good for, for the Broncos. Good for the Broncos. KJ Hamler also just worth a look sure. no. on the free agents, but obviously not a start, but worth a look Unless to add to your bench. He had a, I think he had like ten targets, six catches, so can't deny volume. Um, if Noah Fant is healthy, obviously just lock him in. Top, I have number top two. ten tight end. Wow, number two. Number two <laughs> over number Hawkinson. Two. Are you crazy? I'm at number four. I'm at number three. So. I have Andrews over. I'm doing it for Vince. I have Andrews at five. I have Andrew before. So, yeah, I like Fant. Fant's solid. Keep plugging him in. 
Let's pick this one. Also, the Broncos at the Raiders. Who did you got? Two teams who love playing close games. I'm going uh, Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos also. Taking the Raiders. I keep picking against the Raiders for some reason. I'm just like biased against them for some reason. I'm like, they have to lose. I think it's this week. Another divisional game. Broncos have been in close ones. They'll pull this one out. All right, the next one here, Seahawks at the Rams. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson are locked in. If Chris Carson does miss, you're looking at TJ Dallas and Travis Homer. Travis Homer actually got more involved this past week, but probably Dallas uh, you're going with them. Yeah. You're hoping that DJ Chris Dallas found the end zone. I don't yeah. I'm hoping Chris Carson's healthy, but it said he's ahead of uh Carlos, Carlos Hyde, Hyde health wise. So I'm hoping that he's able to play this week. If he plays this week, I have him in my top 15 running backs. I have him at 11. I got him at 10. So roll out Chris Carson if he plays. Other than that, DJ Dallas would be the next man in line. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Lockett's inconsistency continues. I still think he's a top 10 option. Yeah, I think you just six. have to. Yeah, number eight. Yeah, I'm at 10. So this is the lowest I've had him in a while. So keep plugging in Tyler Lockett, no doubt. Uh, the Seahawks offense is too high power to bench him. Um, for the Rams side of the ball, is Jared Goff viable in the shootout? Nope. This is top 10 for me, but just because I'm at 12. Yeah, I'm at 10, but I don't trust him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way <laughs> I too mean, I mean, <laughs> Top 10 and not trusting him is a tough decision there, but I think this just matchup's too juicy. Um, I think Jared Goff is definitely just, viable. I got him at 12. So if you're looking for someone out. to plug in for Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff's an option. If he's out there on waivers for you. Um, did you rank Henderson in your top 20 coming off this quad injury? I had him at 20. I had him at 17. Mm, I don't nice. like him though. but I got him at 22. Q just hates him because I wouldn't trade him to him. Because <laughs> you think he's Todd Gurley. I don't think he's Todd Gurley. <laughs> I have him lower than both of you guys. Not any Todd Gurley. He thinks he's MVP, Todd Gurley. No, I don't. (laughs) Never said that. (laughs) Putting words in my mouth. Anyways, Henderson, RB2 option, low end RB2 at best. Um, This will be an interesting game, though. Maybe he'll get involved in the passing game. And obviously, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, locked in wide receiver top 20, especially in this matchup. It's going to be a pass-heavy game. Mm -hmm. Let's pick this one. Who do you got? The Seahawks at the Rams. I'm taking the Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks as well got to bounce back versus the Rams this week, no doubt. Next one here, Bengals at the Steelers. Joe Burrow, is he still startable versus this tough defense? I'm at 12. Just because he throws like a million times a game, he's he can still put up some points. And especially if Joe Mixon is missing this game as well, I think he definitely has to throw a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mixon might be back this week. We shall see. We got to see him in practice more. Definitely monitor that coming into uh, Friday. But I agree, Joe Burrow. I have him at 14, which is actually a little bit lower than you guys, but I still think he's startable. I think just because of the amount of times it's going to have to throw to keep up. Um, if Mixon does not play, Geo fills in quite nicely. So keep rolling out Geo, no doubt. Tyler Boyd and Higgins, they're they both still ranked in that same order. Tyler Boyd, number yeah. one, Higgins, number two, AJ Green, a Bugs flex. But still relevant because they have no tight end. Yeah, agreed. I still think he's the third pass catching option and he might, yeah. in a divisional matchup, AJ Green could come to life. You never know. Um, on the other side of the ball, 
we have Big Ben with a bounce back week. Did he crack your top 10 in this favorable matchup? I'm at 11. Yeah, I'm at nine. That's if he plays. I'm at 11 as well. And that's if he plays with his weird banged up knees. That's the only reason banged I'm outside up knees the top and 10. <laughs> and, and he's on the COVID list. So monitor Big Ben for sure heading into this weekend because Mason <laughs> Rudolph is definitely a step down. Um, but all Steelers pass catchers seem viable at this point. I'm still ranking them in terms of Juju higher, Juju highest, Claypool next, Deontay Johnson next. But I think I have all three of them inside my top 25. So I literally have Juju 20, Deontay 21, and Claypool 22. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have Juju higher. So I have Juju at 14. Um, then I have Claypool at 22, Deontay Johnson 24. So all of them viable starters. If you have them, you're just hoping that you don't have the one that gets the short end of the stick this week um and james connor should be fine keep rolling him out there whole bounce back no yes. doubt all right let's pick this one bengals at the steelers who steelers. Do you got steelers bengals i am picking an upset this week steelers Whatever. are undefeated they're you know for the first time ever the loss comes this week it's coming it's happening set it in stone come back to this clip when you think I'm crazy next week and be like, wow, he said the Bengals were going to win. He's nuts. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. So let's go to the next game. It's going to happen. All right. Next game here. We have three games left to get through. I know we're approaching Thursday night football in a pretty good game. Yeah, so we need a... let's wrap it up here. Um, you're avoiding Nick Mullins at all costs. At all Jer- costs. Jarek McKinnon with Tevin Coleman doubtful to play. You're starting him and then hasty if you're desperate, but it looks like McKinnon has this backfield back to himself. Still outside 25 productiveness. Yeah. I actually 24. Yeah, I actually put him pretty high. I'm at 17. So I like his just pass catching ability as well if they go down to the Saints. Um, decent RB2 option at best. If Debo Samuel comes back, which they are reevaluating him today, um, definitely just check the Friday practice reports. But if not, it looks like Ayuk will be the guy but richie james also got involved uh, do you feel confident in any of these wide receivers with nick mullins i nope. i'm not trusting Rick, richie james to do what he did yeah, again i, 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 I richie james I outside like my I top 50 so i think i the one i would start yeah if debo's back though it gets it gets muddy uh, yeah, i think debo will be limited though so i still think Ayuk's probably the best for this week the but safest moving forward i still like debo um and for their tight end jordan reed ross dwelly I think Jordan Reed was just getting back up to speed. You hope he plays more snaps this week. I think he's the one to have, yeah. but just a risky toss-up at this point for either of them. On the other side of the ball, Drew Brees, is he in your top 10 again? Is he back, fully back as a, an elite nah. fantasy option? I have him at 11. I have him at 13. I got him in my top 10. I got him at 9. Drew Brees had 30 last week, and I think he's had at least 23 points in like each of the yeah, last five he's games. Been solid. So he's been very consistent. Obviously not the most upside, but Michael Thomas is back. I'm rolling Drew Brees out there with confidence. Personally. Yeah. Um, Kamara and MT, you're lo- they're locked in. Even though you didn't see too much from Michael Thomas, you know who he is. You got to keep rolling him out there. He's going to get volume, especially since they went up so big. They didn't have to throw that much. Um, you hope that doesn't happen again, which it could. You never know. Right. Um, but I think – Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith are both just risky flex. I like Emmanuel Sanders. I like Sanders more as well, yeah. even though Smith had that touchdown. But Emmanuel Sanders also had a touchdown. So I like Sanders more. 
but I think both are outside top 30 flex options. Yeah. Um, Jared Cook bounce back or Taysom Hill. We kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday. It's tight end positions a little weird. Jared Cook obviously has a good chance of finding the end zone. So you could start him, but Taysom Hill, they might go up in this game. You might get, get involved. You never know. I like some Taysom Hill this week, and I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Do I have to start ranking Taysom Hill as I didn't, a tight end? I, I didn't rank him either, but you could. <laughs> I mean, I might have to throw him in my top 25. I might have to start him over Trey Burton if I get frisky before Thursday Night Football starts in a couple yeah. minutes here. Not if I get him before you. Oh, okay. Sounds scary. All right, let's pick this one. 49ers at the Saints. Who do you got? Saints. Saints. 49ers are too banged up. Yeah, Saints. Too many injuries. I agree. All right, two more games. Ravens at the Patriots. Is Lamar still top 10? Yeah, I got him at number seven. Yeah, I got him at seven as well. You're still starting him. And I think this is a big bounce back game for the Ravens personally. That whole offense has struggled a lot. Patriots defense has been abysmal. We just saw Joe Flacco light them up. Still with no Stephon Gilmore, the number one corner in the league. Not not Jalen Ramsey? No, not Jalen Ramsey. (laughs) Your boys. (laughs) Shut up. Number two corner, Darius Lay over him. Anyways, if Mark Ingram comes back, avoid this backfield as a whole. If Mark Ingram does not come back, J.K. Dobbins has the most upside of all of them, but still a bit risky. Um. For their pass catchers, are you confident in any? I think Mark Andrews still has to be the one you got to go with. Yeah, he's Easy. Still top five. Hollywood, way too risky. Could be his breakout game, but I'm not betting on it. I'm not betting on it either. On the other side of the ball, uh, Cam's bounce back week, was it, was it a sign of hope? Or did <laughs> no. you rank Cam? No. He played <laughs> maybe the one of the worst defenses in the league. He still didn't pass for a touchdown, I don't think. He did have a uh, rushing one. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he had 23 points. So, I mean, one, he had a decent game, but he's playing the Ravens. I got him at 24. Don't start yeah, him, please. No. One bright I'm, spot is he played better against the Jets than Josh Allen did. So, that's when you want to keep him somewhat relevant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess you could say that's a bright spot. Um, but I think if Damian Harris misses this game, he is a little bit banged up again. Uh, Rex Burkhead might be the number one. He might be. Yeah, he was like the lead back last week, and he that's was weird to say the lead back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been a bit weird for sure seeing Rex Burkhead be this involved. Um, but either him or James White, if Damian Harris will be the one to go to, you just never know. This backfield is a coin flip, but based on recency bias, I would go Burkhead. Uh, Jacoby Myers looked really good, but no more than a risky flex play in this matchup yeah nah. he's, he looks like he could be something but he's i haven't ranked outside my top 40 if mm-hmm. he had a throwing quarterback i'd feel a lot more confident Definitely. in jacoby myers but with cam at the helm i don't know how much i can trust him yeah let's pick this one who you got ravens at the pats ravens 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 not getting cute let's go ravens ravens all right, one last game, Vikings at the Bears. We are you, – you're avoiding Kirk Cousins in this tough matchup. Don't start Kirk Cousins, please. I don't even think I ranked him in my top 25. <laughs> I just don't like him in this matchup. Um, Dalvin Cook has been playing out of his mind. Does he come back to earth versus the Bears? I got him ranked number one. 
Yeah, I got him at two. I, that's how far I brought him down. I put Camaro over him for this week. Yeah, I have him at two also. So just start, just start Dalvin Cook. Um, Jefferson. Hey, I don't think there's a better better fantasy player than Dalvin Cook this year. I as of right now, you're probably pretty right. Devontae Adams, maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see how this the rest of the season shakes out. Um, are you nervous about? Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I think I'd rank them a little bit lower with this tough matchup, but got to keep rolling them out there. Yeah, I have Thielen at 13. I have Justin Jefferson right at 32. Yeah, I've got Thielen at 13 as well. Justin Jefferson a little bit higher, 26. I still think he's got that boom potential, but this is a really tough matchup. So, Especially since I feel like Thielen's going to have Fuller on him a lot throughout that game. So Justin Jefferson might get more opportunity than Adam Thielen. Yeah. Uh, but their, their other corner, I don't know this name off the top of my head. He's a rookie, but he's played pretty well. So don't be too confident in him. He just locked down Corey Davis. <laughs> rookie, and that's rookie on rookie. I we'll like just, that. We'll assume his last name is Diggs because I feel like every rookie or young corner right now, their last name is Diggs. They got the <laughs> Cowboys. That's only the that's Cowboys one corner. corner no, the, <laughs> Seattle, Seattle has a Diggs too. Yeah, but he's not a rookie. He's a safety defensive but backs. A safety does not make him not a rookie. I know, but he, I meant he's yes. not a corner either. He's a safety, <laughs> safety and a, he's not a rookie. He was never a rookie. That's a double uh, negative. That makes Not that he positive. was never a rookie, but he's not one now. <laughs> All uh, right. Anyways, on the other side of the ball, Nick Foles, back-to-back 20-plus point games. Probably still not starting him unless you are desperate. <laughs> no. um, inside my top 20, yeah. that's about it. But, yeah. I got him at 18. The only two players I think I'm starting are A-Rob and Jimmy Graham. I would agree. A Rob must start. Um, I think uh, Daryl Mooney would be the next pass catcher after A Rob and Jimmy Darnell. Graham. Darnell Mooney, you're right. My apologies there, Darnell. But I do like him. He has <laughs> he's been involved. He's got a lot of targets. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Graham must start at this point, which is I don't like saying that, but it's a fact pretty much. Um, and if David Montgomery misses, no, Cordell Patterson is a desperation start. Don't start him though. Probably not. Let's pick this one. The Vikings at the Bears. Who do you got? Vikings. Vikings. Even though Nick Foles is known one of his best games or against or against the Vikings. I am taking the Bears. NFC Championship. <laughs> I don't think the Bears struggles continue to go this far. I think they've lost like three in a row. Now they're playing the Vikings in Chicago. I like the Bears. Okay. I, ca- I right. can't believe you made that pick. What pick? The Bears? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just feel like there's no chance of the Bears winning this game. Wow. No chance? I don't no know. I, I just think even though like – Vikings offense is way too high-powered for that defense. I just I think... like that defense. And I think Kirk Cousins blows up eventually. <laughs> Pick City. <laughs> Kirk Cousins sucks in primetime. Kirk Cousins sucks, period. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Thursday Night Football is here. Breakout this week. I am taking Mike Gusecki of the Miami Dolphins. He's going to be in a shootout this week. If you're looking for a tight end to start, Mike Kosecki is your guy. Preston Williams is gone. They really have not that many pass catchers. I think their next wide receiver up is a punt returner specialist, Jakeem Grant. Um, So you really do not have that many options to throw to. Mike Kosecki is going to have to get involved, especially with a young quarterback. They usually like to rely on their tight ends. Plug in Mike Kosecki. That's my breakout. The other tight ends. Yeah. You hope it's not like Smith Shaheen. or whatever his name is, or Shaheen. All right, Q, who is your breakout this week? 
Miles Sanders, first game back off injury, uh, divisional game, and the uh, offensive line's getting healthier. They're bringing back Alshon Jeffrey, so there's not one guy that the defense can really he- heavily target. Um, so, yeah, last year he did pretty well against the Giants. I see him getting a full workload. Even though Boston Scott was pretty w- pretty good in his absence, uh, Miles Sanders, is, this is his backfield. He's taking it over. Yep, yep. Let's go, yep. Booby. All right, Matt, hit us with your breakout, and we'll get Q's joke of the week. My breakout is Leonard Fournette in a very favorable matchup against the Panthers. I feel like the Bucs could bounce back easily from last week against the Saints where they only put up three points. Panthers defense isn't really scary at all. I see the Bucs going up big, and even if they are in a close game, Leonard Fournette's taking down back. I feel like they're losing trust in Ronald Jones, so I feel like they're going to rely heavily on Fournette. I would agree with you I'm there sorry. as much as I've been a Ronald Jones believer. I still think he'll get involved, but Leonard Fournette is definitely the guy to go with right now. All right, Q, hit us with your joke. What do you got? It's not much of a joke. I, today I put a poll up saying, uh, asking, do you think you could score a one-yard touchdown in the NFL? 15 people, including my – well, nine, I said yes also, but 16 people, including me, said yes. Two people said no. One of the people who said yes is Sean Gill. I don't think that he could score a touchdown from the one-yard line. I think that's very funny. <laughs> I, I, yo, give me the Eagles offensive line. I'm behind Jason Kelsey. I'm getting in that end zone. I'm just going to sure. do one of those. You just jump up, put the ball over, you're in. Your Brees can do it. You're going to break every bone in your body. I, I might die. But I'm scoring. It's respect, happening. Respect the, the Gator. Break the plane. Respect the Gator, Bart, and Dave, who all said no because they're being realistic. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't. Score I think they were up. voting on you scoring the touchdown. Well, it wasn't on my. It was on the Super Fantasy Bros Instagram. Yeah, all I think right. that. I think it's. I think they understood. Anyways, that's a wrap for the podcast. Thursday night football is starting here, so make sure you're following us on all social medias: Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, we're everywhere. If you have any questions that you didn't get answered on this podcast, make sure you just ask us on those social medias. We will uh, respond to you pretty quickly. Even ask us on our personals. We're willing to help you out. If you think one of us is smarter than the other. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) You got a sore throat. Uh, Yeah, I might have a sore throat. Anyways, uh, that's a wrap for the podcast. Super Fantasy Bros. We will be back next week on Wednesday and Thursday. As always, peace out. Enjoy Thursday Night Football.